Broadcasting from the BLC Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, the man who just returned from a weekend canoe trip with really sore arms and a lot of bug bites. It's a lot of fun, though. Anyway, here's your host at the BLC Studios, the man whom I occasionally refer to as Oh Captain, My Captain, Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. It's great to be here for another edition of What's the Score? We've got a great show in store for you today. We've got uh, some games centered around the 2016 Rio Olympics. We're welcoming two new panelists to our show, and Game Master Shabby looks to capture his 28th medal in game mastering today as well. If you'd like to win our gold medal prize, go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, or visit our Facebook and Twitter pages to sign up for some sports quiz fun. You can also find the show on demand on the Sports Podcasting Network, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and Vavil USA. All right, let's meet our panelists this week. First up... From the Big 920 WOKY in Milwaukee, he's the public address announcer for Marquette University and the Lake Shore Chinooks. It's Dan Pfeiffer. Oh, and uh, yeah, excited to see if I can uh, try and relive some of the successes of this. The Great Five Feeney has yeah. returned to the octagon, <laughs> as they call. Although this week it's been a busy week, we are between Chinooks. And between Marquette soccer, so we're kind of in that uh, uh, mid-season sort of uh, transition. Are you just sitting here like, I don't know what to do with my voice now. Like, what do I do? Exactly. And not only that, I know we have two talented other panelists here who I know know a lot about the Olympics. So uh, I'm thinking third place might be a possibility. Hey, you never know. All right, next up, we've got a writer, a movie aficionado, a golfer extraordinaire, and the next man that will be on The Bachelor. No, just kidding. It is Caleb Pearson. Hello, thank you. Great to be here. Great to be here. I've, you know, been a contestant on the show, so I really, truly feel honored to be a panelist along with these fine, esteemed gentlemen. Well, we are excited to have you here, Caleb, and uh, whatever accents and voices you bring tonight, we know it'll be quite the uh, adventure. And finally, he is an executive producer and a show host at the Big 920, among many other things, are just putting up with Mitch Nellis on a daily basis. Please welcome Armin Sarya. Well, thanks for having me on. What an effusive introduction. I feel like I'm on a love connection. I really appreciate that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, do you have anything behind one of these doors for me? Uh, uh, door, door number two uh, is the bathroom okay. here in the studio, just so you're aware. Uh, that's uh, about what I usually get anyway. But I'm really excited to be on this and uh, to talk some Olympics and a lot of other things with you guys. Absolutely. We are very excited to have you guys. Dan, as we mentioned, it has been a very long time since you've been on. Ian DeMars has scooched his way up the panelist leaderboard. Uh, he hasn't quite overtaken you because he finished in second place a couple weeks ago. But uh, are you nervous at all about your first place that you've been sitting at for about two and a half months here, almost being taken away from you. Um, a little bit. You know, it'll be nice to get some points back on the board here this week. But, you know, Bax, it's all in fun. And uh, Ian's a, a great panelist. You know, he's won a bunch of different times. I've had a couple second-place finishes. So, hey, I'll do my best. And like I say, uh, I, I'm concerned about third place this week because I know seated to my left in Armin, I've got an Olympics expert. And I think the guy to my right knows quite a bit about it, too. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how this week goes. He knows a lot about golf, I can at least say. Caleb does. He's a very smart guy. All right, well, let's get this show on the road, Game Master Shibe. Yep, we're heading into our first contestant game. Joining us on the phone to play Quotable Context is Greg Peterson. Welcome to the show, Greg. Hey, how are you doing? 
Doing well, Greg. We're excited to have you here on the program. You're going to be playing our first game called Quotable Context, where Game Master Shibe will read you five quotes from this last week's news, and you must correctly identify the context of each quote, answer three out of five correct, and you will win a What's the Score prize. However, if you do get stuck on a question, Greg, you are allowed to ask one of our three amazing panelists for a hint, but only on one question. Are you ready to play? You bet I am. All right. Here is your first quote. I thought the world would just be better off without me. That was what U.S. Olympian confessing that he almost contemplated committing suicide just a near two years ago. Oh, boy, that is a good one. I'm going to go with Anthony Irvin, the guy that won the 50-meter. No, that is incorrect, actually. Uh, surprisingly, it was actually Michael Phelps. Um, two years ago, uh, after he was arrested for his second DUI, uh, people were... Freaking out a little bit about the images, of course, emerging with him smoking a bong and everything going on. And he actually said he truly considered ending his life because he just uh, couldn't figure out a way back from his mistakes. Just shows to Goya that, man, you might think a guy's on top of the world and he can have demons inside. It's exactly. Sad to hear. He says the biggest thing that helped him was uh, reading a copy of Rick Warren's A Purpose Driven Life. He said that really kind of got him back on the, the mainstay and was able to help him find his confidence, as we all know, from how he's done in the Olympics thus far with his uh, 28 now medals and 23 uh, gold medals as well. All right, uh, here is your next quote, Greg. I regret that I wasn't more clear in my wording on the air. That was broadcaster Al Tartwig this week after he said what about Simone Biles? Hmm, after he said what about Simone Biles? I'm going to ask the panelists here because I think I have an idea of what it is, but I am going to go to them for some advice. Okay, would you like to talk to Caleb, Dan, or Armin for your hint? Um, I'm going to go with Armin on this one. He's been doing a lot on 920, so I think that he's got a good handle on this. <laughs> All right, Armin, how can you give Greg a hint about what we're looking for here? Uh, it's, a little, it's about her family history. Mm, about her family history. All right, Greg, what, is, what do you got after that? Okay, can you reread the quote for me? Absolutely, Game Master Shabby. I regret that I wasn't more clear in my wording on the air. And then that was the broadcaster talking about it, correct? Yep, that was broadcaster Al Tartwig this week after he said what about Simone Biles on the, on the broadcast. All right. This would be easier because I, the big controversy was with Gabby Douglas, but we're going to take a wild guess here and talk about uh, family relationships. Can you be more specific about family relationships? Uh, the relationship that she had with her mother? Game Master Shivey, that's at your discretion. I'd say give it to You're him. You're going to give it to him? Okay, yes, we'll give it to you, yes. Officially, he said that uh, her parents weren't her real parents. Um, for those that don't know, uh, Simone was adopted as a young kid, but she's been with these pa her two parents for her entire life. So they are her parents, regardless of how it, you, you might technically look at it and of course, you know, uh, Tartwig came out afterwards and was like, oh, it's not actually what I meant. And I, I do realize that they are her, her real parents. And he was very apologetic, of course. But uh, she obviously made a name for herself by getting gold medals as well and saying, look, we're fine. Yeah, a little less awkward than in 96 when John Tesh uh, referred to them as pretty little girls dancing for gold. If any of you uh, NBC Olympic historians remember yes. that. Yes, not He exactly. made up for it with round ball rock. He did, he did. No <laughs> doubt about it. Absolutely. All right, here's your next one, Greg. The doctors told me I can't play Major League Baseball anymore. That was what baseball player this week telling the world he has to retire early from his baseball playing career. 
Oh, this is an easy one. I watched him for so long in Milwaukee, Prince Fielder. Yes, that is correct. Fielder found out that he will have to retire from ML from the uh, from the MLB after ongoing neck injuries. Uh, but obviously, he's most notable for his role that he played with the Milwaukee Brewers for so many years. I believe he still holds the single season home run record as well with 50. Uh, he will also earn another $24 million over the rest of his contract uh, up until he runs out in 2020. Not a bad gig getting paid $24 million to do nothing for the next four years. You know, it's, I think that if I could do that on a daily basis, I probably would. All right, Greg, here is your next quote. I couldn't be more excited for this opportunity once again to defend our crown, defend our title. That was what NBA player announcing this week that he will be returning to the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James. Yes, that is correct. It's funny, Game Master Shabby, how a nice three-year, $100 million deal can make anyone want to spend more time in <laughs> Cleveland. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. But uh, now that James has re-signed, uh, he says his first order of business is helping J.R. Smith find his shirt that he still can't find after their championship parade. <laughs> and uh, hopefully they will uh, get things back. But I'm curious, though, from you guys as panelists, do you like this move from James? There was rumors he might go to another team. Maybe he was going to go play for Golden State, too, with after them signing everybody. But another three years in Cleveland, do you think he's got a chance to yeah. do more for the team? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's still the best player in the world, I think. I mean, he really wasn't realistically going to go anywhere else, probably. This is his chance to not be, you know, he's finally not the villain anymore. You don't want to go back to villain status, I would mm-hmm. say. I agree with that one. Three years is a really solid commitment. It's not the year-to-year deal that he had kind of been working off of before. Plus, give the man credit, too. He said he was going to commit a healthy chunk of that salary towards sending kids to the University of Akron mm. as part of an educational Send program. Send zips, so, I guess. Yeah. yeah, so, hey, he's doing good stuff for the community and for Northeast Ohio, and uh, you, you got to give him credit for all he's done. The Browns certainly aren't, that's for sure. Well, I mean, I think, you know, when he was in the thing, there's a there's more of a connection to that city with him than, you know, there's something more to that city than just playing in a town for him. Exactly. And I think his heart was more in that decision to grant the $30 million a year doesn't really hurt him at all. You and know, he is, a, I mean, he is officially the King now with that kind of money. Absolutely. So. That's no, I true. completely agree. Regardless of all the other max deals that you've heard out there. All right, Greg, here is your final quote. No one cares about her and her fat arms anymore. <laughs> that was UFC fighter Julian Pena this week when asked if what UFC fighter was still relevant in the fighting world. We're going to go with Ronda Rousey. Yes, that is correct. It's officially been nine months since Rousey stepped into the octagon, and everybody remembers what happened last time when she was absolutely destroyed by Holly Holmes' foot to her face. Uh, Ronda has stated that she wants to come back, of course, in 2017, uh, but it does beg the question, though, is Ronda still relevant after as much as she was a couple of months ago as well, too? Even with that loss, I would still put her in the top five people on the planet that I would not want to insult. And that's <laughs> or, like or meet in a dark alley. I'd yeah. be like, I didn't do anything to you, but I'm still terrified of you. It's, <laughs> it's interesting. I, I mean, when you look at Rhonda and the, the presence she commands, I mean, even if she were to retire tomorrow, she still has so many different things with movies and promotions. I mean, she's, she's set regardless of how you really look at it, I feel like. But either way, though, I'm sure she would like to get back to what her passion is. Game Master Shibe, how did Greg do on our quiz? Greg got four out of five correct. He's a winner! Hey, nicely done, Greg. Thank you so much. All right, looks like we're heading to our first break now, but before we do, I want to note that Armin gets an extra point for giving that successful hint. Yes, hey, all right, yeah, I got done. one. When we come back, our panelists will have their first crack at showcasing their knowledge of this week's sports news. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz.
Two Up Front is the American soccer show on the Sports Podcasting Network. Join Baxter Colburn and Simon Proven on Fridays at 11.30 a.m. Central as they cover all things American soccer with weekly guests from the pro, college, and youth ranks and digging deep into the American professional leagues. Two Up Front gives you the insight you're looking for. Airing at 11.30 a.m. Central on SportsPodcastingNetwork.com, it's Two Up Front, the world's game from an American perspective. Hey, it's Kevin of the Sports Podcasting Network on SPN. On top of what's the score the sports news quiz, you can find a plethora of great sports podcasts. Hardwood Radio, Gridiron Radio, Sports, It's in the Game, Scuderi F1, the second most listened to F1 podcast in the whole world, Soccer Today, live radio shows like Open Lines After Dark, MLS Post Game Show, Two Solitude Soccer Podcast, Off the Woodworks, and much, much more. All that on the Sports Podcasting Network.com. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. This week, our panelists are Dan Pfeiffer, Caleb Pearson, and Armin Sarian. And now, here's your host at the BLC Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, everybody. Just a reminder for all of you that you can go and check out our website for all the latest and greatest information about what's the score of the sports news quiz. Go to WTSSportsQuiz.com and... Take a look at all the great action and see, as we mentioned earlier on, about the panelist leaderboard. See how close Ian DeMars is to catching Dan Pfeiffer and all the other exciting action we have on our website as well. Time now for our panelists to showcase their knowledge about this past week's sports news. All right, Dan, we'll start with you since you are the veteran on the show. We'll give you a chance to get back into the groove early here. Uh, this week, Dan, fans of Olympic water sports noticed something a little bit fishy about the pools in Rio. Uh, what exactly was going on? Uh, normally water is usually kind of a clearish blue color, but for some reason the pool at the diving venue turned green. Yes, that is correct. It was very interesting to see the side-by-side. It was literally like night and day. It was absolutely ridiculous. It's like that, that beautiful blue that you see, and then there's just like this almost greeny, turquoisey, tealy color. It was really weird. It was ecto-coolerish, right? Ecto-cooler. Basically, yeah. <laughs> ecto-cooler is coming back, so maybe that's a marketing Maybe point. that's why Michael Phelps has been able to swim so well. Something sure. got in his veins, and he's like, ah, oh, I can swim even faster now. But uh, <laughs> there's been uh, accounts, too, of the synchronized divers that have gone in and said when they hit the water, they can't see their teammate in the water because of how dark it is. It turns out it was just algae. It wasn't anything else like Rio with any body parts or anything flying in like <laughs> they have to deal with in the beach sports. And see, I thought part of it was because Brazil's flags colors are blue, green, and oh, yellow. And they're like, we're just trying to be patriotic. Right. Festive, right? I like yeah. that. And you definitely don't want yellow water. We won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> or yellow snow. Anyway, that's for, the su- that's for the Winter Olympics. All right, Armin. The next one's for you. All right. This week, the baseball world said goodbye to what longtime Texas Ranger and New York Yankee when he retired? Alex Rodriguez. Yes, that is correct. A-Rod hanging it up. Uh, mid-season, maybe I... Personally, I'm not the biggest baseball fan for anybody that knows. Can anybody shed light on why he did this midseason? Was he just playing that bad? Was he just was it just a train? I, wh- I'm confused. What happened here? He's just a diva. You know, just A-Rod's a diva. always been a diva. Just got to draw attention to himself. He's you like, know? look, guys, I'm done. The Yankees haven't had the best year, so he was just like, I guess I'm done. Yeah, I'm actually going to challenge that a little bit, Caleb, <laughs> because you had, 
You Good, had I like Jeter, it. who went the whole season with his big giant farewell tour. A-Rod sure. could have potentially gone on a similar tour, at least through the end of the season, after he found out that the Yankees essentially weren't going to bring him back or do everything possible to make sure that he wasn't going to be on the roster this year. So he just kind of said, you know what? I want to play a few more games and go out. And in fact, he had to fight for playing time right. during his I last mean, week. That's, that's, a, that's assuming he chose this route. I think it was more the Yankees telling him, hey, you're retiring soon. Let's get it was one of those with. things. Is like, yep. look, you're you're great, A Rod. We love you. You got suspended a couple years ago. It's time to say goodbye. I feel like it was one of those things. You did that. Was that uh, who's the who's the Italian opera singer? Um, Pavarotti. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. That time to say goodbye. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. I'm just reaching <laughs> wow. now. Anyway, the one guy I know. So there you go. I think that's who it is. I don't know. I've got these other soccer players sticking in my head, which I know is not true. All right, Caleb. Question for you. Uh, social media was a buzz this week uh, at the Olympics after a picture emerged from an Olympic swimming event showcasing. That what uh, many people do believe is a very pointless job during these swim meets. That would be the lifeguard. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> now, this is true, of course. Brazilian, lifeguard, or Brazilian law requires lifeguards to patrol all pools larger than 20 by 20 feet, according to Business Insider. Uh, one guy also said, too, he's like, well, you know, we have to be there just in case there's an emergency or maybe somebody hits their head. You know, plus, obviously, when's the last time you said, hey, I got to lifeguard the Olympics, you know, kind of a thing. So, but... It is kind of funny, though. There's that picture of the guy sitting behind. I don't remember. I think it might be Ryan Lochte just outside of the pool, just like, why am I here? Like, these guys are not going to drown. I don't understand. But uh, it's just kind of funny. There's been all kinds of random jobs that have come out, too, for people at, um, at, the, uh, at the Olympics as well, too. I mean, obviously, they have the ball boys. And um, the big thing, too, everybody is there's the, uh, the condom giver outer as well, too, because of all they're trying to spread, not spread Zika down there, too. So there's someone literally walking around with 450,000 condoms, handing them out to athletes, saying, look, we know what you do when you do it, but please be safe about and it. And I think the they're time. in uh, vending machines, too, dispensers. I believe so, yes. Like that's, that's the thing. It's a little... It's a little weird, but they're so freely about it. But Brazil's always been a little liberal with that. I was going to say, I don't think one person had all 450,000. <laughs> you never know. They're not that <laughs> big, Dan. I don't know. Well, it's the romantic language of the Portuguese that just gets everybody in the uh, excitement mood, I guess. Exactly. I like it. Well, all we're heading to a break. But when we come back, our second contestant will have a chance to show his medal. We'll show you what we mean in just a few minutes when we come back on What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. the score would like to take this time to thank one of our partners, Vavil USA, the international online sports newspaper for their support. Head over to vavil.com en-us today as they provide professional reporting on all major sports in the USA. Follow them on Twitter at vavil underscore USA and go like their Facebook page for prime access to the ultimate source for sports coverage on the web. We here at What's the Score are proud to partner with a terrific organization like Vavil USA. Hey guys, this is Baxter, the host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. Want to take a minute to remind all of you to go and check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook at What's the Score, the sports news quiz, on Twitter at WTS Sports Quiz, and on Instagram at WTS Sports Quiz as well. And if you enjoy the whole hashtag game, like some of us hashtag like to do, hashtag goals, hashtag believer, hashtag, I don't know, I'm running out of hashtags. Anyway, use the hashtag what's the score on Twitter and Instagram and check out some of the other exclusive content that we do as well. Connecting all of us one smartphone at a time.
Hello all and welcome back to the BLC Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master. We have a fantastic panel here for you today. It's Caleb Pearson, Armin Sarian, and Dan Pfeiffer, and they'll have the opportunity to show their prowess in just a little bit. Before that, though, here's the host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Coming up, we put our panelists to the test in our Name 5 Panelist Showdown. If you would like to be on our show and showcase just how well you know the sports world, we encourage you to visit our website. Go to WTSSportsQuiz.com and sign up today. Playing our next game is Darius Enders. Welcome to the show, Darius. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, Darius, as you know, the Olympics are full of random and obscure sports, yet the people that play them often are sometimes in better shape than those that even play professional football or soccer. In this game, which we're calling, wait, is that an Olympic sport? You will have five questions. Correctly answer at least three of them, and you'll win a what's-the-score prize. If you do get stuck, you can ask one of our panelists for a hint, but only on one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? Uh, Let's do it. All right, Darius, here is your first one. Which of the following is not an Olympic sport this year? Is it A, handball, B, boxing, or C, baseball? I'm going to say A. A, handball? Yeah. That is incorrect. No. Uh, baseball, actually. It is not an Olympic sport. Uh, never has been an Olympic sport, to my knowledge. But uh, I don't think it has. Has it been an Olympic sport um, before, Dan? Yeah, it has been. It, at least as an exhibition sport, it started in 84, and then I think they actually gave out medals because Ben Sheets won a gold uh, medal in 2000. Right. Oh, Sheets. that's right. And it is coming back for Tokyo in 2020. Well, that makes sense for you know, a baseball hub like that. All right, Darius, here is your next question. Which of the following is not an Olympic sport this year? Is it A, judo? B, triple tri- triple team diving, or C, wrestling? I'm going to say C this time. C, wrestling? Yeah, I'm going to say C. C? No, that is incorrect, unfortunately. It is actually B, triple team diving. I don't know how you'd get three people on a diving board, but I would pay to see that. I feel like the Asian <laughs> countries would be able to do that just three, fine. Well, you get three boards, right? Three boards, yeah. It's like triple team synchronized diving or something right. like that. No, and actually, that oh, uh, you're actually board. not far off, though, Darius, asking about wrestling, though, because they have been fighting back and forth with wrestling being in. So sure. in another year, that would have actually yeah. been a, a correct answer. All right, here's your next one. Um, which of the following is not an Olympic sport this year? Is it A, Golf, B, trampoline gymnastics, or C, bocce ball? C. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Nicely done. The Italians are saying, hey, we want to play the bocce ball, but I guess not. It's a, it's a fun game, and according to some of the other things like badminton, I'm like, well, if we're putting other lawn games in there, why can't we have bocce ball? That takes skill. I mean, come on. If you talk about other sports that are in there, too, it's like, Really, that's a sport? I would definitely like my chances of becoming an Olympian much more if bocce ball was. Hey, I would, I would be all about that. I feel like I played those backyard rec leagues yeah. and those beer leagues, I too. I think we've got the right body bocce type ball. for bocce ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad bocce. Yeah. He said Caleb was all state in high school, so that makes sense. You know? <laughs> just <laughs> just <laughs> fell under the pressure. I love it. The pressure. Yeah. <laughs> College, man, it does something to you. All right, here's your next one, Darius. Which of the following is not an Olympic sport this year? Is it A, underwater hockey, B, indoor cycling, or C, equestrian. What was the first one again? That would be underwater hockey. I'm going to say A. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> although, although some of you may have seen, there's actually like the like little tiny like sticks that you can play, and people will play like with snorkels on the bottoms of pools. Like it's a real thing. 
I don't know if that's the real name for it, but that's okay. what I called it. Underwater this. hockey, also known as letting the ice melt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Also known as dying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I made the goal though. It's yeah. like blah, 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 blah. exactly. All right, here is your uh, here's your final question, Darius. Uh, which of the following is not an Olympic sport this year? Is it A, sailing, B, water skiing, or C, rugby sevens? Can you say what was B again? Water skiing. I think I need to use my Ask a Panelist this time. Okay. Would you like to ask Caleb, Dan, or Armin? Um, Armin, you think you can go two for two? I'll do my best here. All okay, right. let's do it. All right, you would, you would, if you were participating in the Olympics, you would not need to buy anything from Ron John's Surf Shop. Say that one more time, Armin. I said, if you were going to participate in the Olympics, you would not need to purchase any equipment from Ron John's Surf Shop. Okay, well, what were my three options again, Baxter? Yes, your three options were sailing, water skiing, or rugby sevens. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say C. C rugby sevens. Actually, we're going to go B. Yes, there you go. Yes, he corrected himself. Oh, thank goodness. I almost blew it for you, Darius. <laughs> Water skiing, yes, that is correct. Game Master Shiby, how did Darius do on our quiz? Darius got three out of five correct. He's a winner. Hey, nicely done, Darius. Thank you so much for playing. All right, panel, some more questions from you about this past week's sports news. Armin, we'll start with you. Okay. Things are not always sunshine and gold medals down in Rio, as many people know. Uh, this week we found out that what U.S. athlete, among others, was actually robbed at gunpoint? Uh, that'd be Ryan Lochte. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> According to Lochte, he said, uh, we got pulled over in a taxi. These guys came out uh, posing as armed policemen, told them to get out. Uh, three of the other swimmers in the car did so. Uh, Lochte refused. He said, well, we didn't do anything wrong. Uh, thankfully, they, uh, Lochte said he did have a gun cocked and pointed at his head as well, and they uh, they gave up the belongings that they had, but uh, obviously he is okay as well. So uh, a scary situation, and this obviously goes back to the many concerns that were raised before Rio, of course, with, hey, there's not you know the water quality, the safety. People even in Brazil were like, we don't even want the Olympics, and most times when you have the host cities, they're like, yes, we want the Olympics, and People there have been like, no. Well, you know, if they were local police, you know, maybe they were just trying to arrest him for that awful hair dye job he had going into the Olympics. <laughs> you know, you could blame, maybe you could blame the water on that, but maybe uh, that it, was the green pool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it looks like he did the Kool Aid dye method. Sure. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably better that way. Anyway, moving on. All right. The Caleb, Caleb, the next one's for you. After a failed career in the NFL, which player announced this week he's looking to play pro baseball now? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to need some divine inspiration. For this <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> let, me, let me take a knee for a second. Give me a second. Um, I got a gator done. Um, I'm going to say Tim Tebow. Yeah, there we go. Tim, Timothy. Timothy Can Tebow. Can we deduct a point for the puns? <laughs> yeah. For those that don't know, Caleb lives on puns. He runs on punerade. Or I don't, that was maybe not as good as what you did. No, it's, it's probably better than most of the puns I come up with. That is true. But for those that know, of course, Tebow played for the Broncos, played for the Jets, played for the Patriots for a brief moment, and carried Tom Brady's Ugg boots for training camp. Yeah. Um, but he actually was apparently a decent baseball player in high school, but then he followed his true passion and played football all the way through. Uh, you know, the proof that homeschool kids 
can do things as well, too. So well done, <laughs> Tim. But no official word, though, yet on what uh, is going to happen. He has a couple of tryouts, though. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, Dan, last question here in this round goes to you. Uh, during a recent fencing match at the Olympics, something rather odd took place. Uh, what was that? It would have been funnier if it would have rang in the middle of the match. It was <laughs> yeah. the fencer's cell phone fell out of their uniform. Yes, that yeah. is correct. French fencer, which is a fun thing to say anyway, Enzo Lefort, or Lefort, clearly did not fully think about his decision to keep his phone in his back pocket during uh, his fencing match. Uh, as he was kind of stumbling around, he ended up losing his balance and stumbled, and his phone fell out of his back pocket. Maybe he was trying to get on Tinder with that whole thing with the condom. Never mind. You know, it's hard to think, <laughs> it's hard to think any sport too seriously when you can have your cell phone on you while you're competing that's the thing uniform. i'm like i mean and i've never fenced so i don't know what those sure. uniforms are like but still it's like you gotta feel like you leave you have to isn't there a rule about leaving personal belongings on the sidelines also it seems to be an inordinate amount of body armor uh, to the level of danger present, <laughs> present in fencing exactly I mean, these guys are like literally from head to toe that they're gonna be you know prepared to take a moon a moon uh trip and it's like <laughs> These aren't even sharp. These aren't even well, sharp things. Well, consider the source, though, Armin. You're talking about if you were doing it for real, you'd probably yeah. be wearing a suit of armor because they we're talking a 14th that century sport. That is true. Sport, That's so. a good point. <laughs> well, it's time for another break, but don't worry. We'll be right back, and our panelists will have another chance to answer some questions about this week's sports news. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hey guys, this is Baxter Colburn, host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. If you enjoy listening to What's the Score, why not go and donate to our Patreon account today? That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search for What's the Score and donate today. You can get awesome t-shirts, before the show shout-outs, and so much more. Tell your friends about us. Hey, if you donate, we'd be happy to give you a shout-out and even have you come on the show and play a game or two with us as well. James Corsmo of TitletownSoundOff.com here with the man they call Bobbo. Howdy. And we want to tell you a bit about our podcast, Titletown Sound. We're fans of the Green Bay Packers, as I'm sure many of you are, and we know there are plenty of opinions out there. But we think we give you some unique takes that vary between the level-headed and sensible, all the way to the entertainingly absurd. That's our specialty, the entertainingly absurd. Sure is. We've got other hosts to talk sensible-like. So the website is Titletown Sound Off, and the podcast is Titletown Sound? That's right. So the podcast just leaves off the off? Yes. So fans of the Packers should go in to TitletownSoundOff.com to get into the podcast. Exactly. That's a lot of prepositions. Sure is, James. It sure is. Now back to two of my favorite prepositions on the interwebs, Baxter and Josh. Those are nouns. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to What's the Score, the sports news quiz, and thanks for listening in. We're broadcasting from the BLC studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, and we're playing this week with Armin Sarian, Dan Pfeiffer, and Caleb Pearson. And here, once again, is your host of What's the Score, Baxter Colburn! 
Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Great to have you guys all along with us. We've had a great show so far. Reminder, go and check out our website, WTSportsquiz.com, for all the latest and greatest information. Find out about our upcoming schedule and other exciting things taking place here on What's the Score? The Internet's a very interesting place, Baxter, isn't it? Indeed it is, Josh. (laughs) Especially when it comes to looking up things on Google or Bing. Because the Olympics are going on, we decided to look at Bing.com and see what people and things are being searched for while the games are taking place. Yes, you're absolutely correct about that one, and we are excited to play our final game. Our game, final game this week uh, called Bing Me This. We'll be playing with Dean Jackson. Welcome to the program, Dean. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Dean, we are very excited. But as Game Master Shabby said, we're playing something that has to do with Bing and has to do with that incredible search engine that it is. So the way it works, Dean, is we will give you the first part of what someone would probably search for in Bing, and you must tell us which one of the following options that we'll provide is a real search people did. We'll give you the first half, and we'll give you possible answers that they finished that uh, search with. Correctly answer three out of five questions, and you will win a What's the Score prize. If you are stuck, though, you are allowed to ask one of our three panelists here for a hint at any time during the game. Are you ready to play? I cannot hear you very well. You cannot hear me very well. How about now? Can you hear me any better? A little bit. Okay. So I, I, uh, I'll explain the I game. I can hear you great now. Okay, perfect. I'll, did you hear the, the explanation for the game, or do I need to say it again? Uh, not a lot of it. Okay, I'll do it one more time for you. So like I was saying, in this game that we're calling Bing Me This, you will give, uh, we will give you the first part of what someone would have searched for in Bing, and you must correctly tell us uh, which of the options provided is a real search people actually did. Correctly answer three out of five questions, you will win a What's the Score prize. Also, you can ask one of our three panelists here as well for a hint if you are stumped at any point uh, during the match. Are you ready to pull? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Your first question. Uh, the, the Bing search that ended with Ryan Lochte is A, bad at giving interviews, B, good-looking, or C, tall. Which one of those endings is a real Bing search? Because people are dumb and do stupid things, I'm going to say is good-looking. No, that is incorrect, actually. You would think. No, um, uh, actually, it was A, Ryan Lochte is bad at giving interviews. That's one of the most searched things, apparently, on Bing uh, when it comes to Ryan <laughs> Where did I with I would think you were right there, but I guess not. I yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't assume the, people care about this interview progress. One of the many things, too, and we'll talk about this again at the end, though, is how many people search for significant other or like wife of sure. or you know net worth of, but it's like, come on. It's like, why do we? Anyway, but yeah, apparently if you look at Ryan Lochte interviews, he is very high. Yes. Great. It's like, okay, Ryan, a little bit more life. He apparently saves his energy for the swimming pool. All right, here's your next one, Dean. Hope Solo is A, a pretty woman, B, a lying violent freak, or C, a goalkeeper? Okay, I didn't hear the first, the first part of the question. Hope Solo. Hope Solo is A, a pretty woman, B, a lying violent freak, or C, a goalkeeper? <laughs> that would be free. We all, uh, B, we all know that one. Yes, yeah. that is correct. A lying violent freak, especially after her tirade after their Sweden match. Uh, I, I'm curious, Dan, you're a soccer man in the building. What did you think of Solo's rant? Oh, I was not a fan of the rant at all in the sense that Sweden has every right to park five defenders in the box and play the way that they did. But I break down that search 
lying potentially violent uh, obviously she's had some domestic violence issues freak uh, uh, you put them all together <laughs> I, I don't know who comes up with that and why is that then a regular bing search option? that is one of the regular bing searches yeah it was i was it was we were looking at it and doing the research i was like huh yeah yeah, yeah that'll that's a question this week i the like inter- that. the internet's a funky adventure dan that's oh yes yes you're absolutely right all right the next one simone biles is a from canada B, darker than a Hershey bar, or C, too muscular? Oh, gosh. I hate to say it, but somebody somewhere said B. (laughs) Uh, No, that's not the one we were looking for, actually. It was actually uh, too muscular, actually, is what it is. Um, Okay, well, I don't feel so bad for society then. There you go, (laughs) yes. Based off of recent events, I would have sure most people would have sided with you on that one, but... uh, Yes, uh, too muscular, apparently. She is. Uh, she probably could lift more than I could, and she's about half my size. All right, here is your next one. Carly Lloyd is A, too short to be famous, B, a superhero, or C, a weird player? C. Yes, that is correct. A weird player. What's so weird about her? I don't understand it either. She was the FIFA Women's Player of the Year last year. Um, she is the captain of the U.S. Women's National Team. How is she weird? Yeah, but weird means like one of the best players in the world, I guess. Yeah, I, for I'd certain love, people, like, oh, you're so weird. I'd oh. love to be weird. And how is it possible to be a weird soccer player? What sure. do you do? Are you scoring six own goals a year? What makes you weird? <laughs> Some people are just special, I guess. I don't know. That's why they. That's why the internet's a very dangerous place. All right, here's your final one. Uh, Clay Thompson is a better than Steph Curry, b an embarrassment, or c a better candidate for president than Trump. C better candidate than Trump. <laughs> is that your personal opinion, or is that what you think it is? That's what I think it is. Okay, no, that is incorrect. Actually, it was a better than Steph Curry. That's the the most. Oh, you're killing me. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Game Master Shabby, how did Dean do on our quiz? Dean got two out of five correct. Unfortunately, not a winner today. Oh, Dean. Well, we appreciate you playing, and uh, we hope to have you back on the show again in the future. The moment you've all been waiting for is almost here. Stick around and listen to our panelists duke it out on the Name Five Panelist Showdown coming up right after the break. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hello all, I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master here at What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Thanks for listening in. I may not know much about sports, but what I do know about are our social media pages. Check us out on Facebook at What's the Score or Twitter and Instagram at at WTS Sports Quiz. Thanks very much for listening. Hi, everyone. I'm your Game Master, Josh Scheibe. And I'm your host, Baxter Colburn. Hey, if you think the show is worth at least a dollar, why don't you go to our Patreon account? We'd be very grateful if you donate to the show. That's how people like Josh and I stay employed, or pretend to be employed. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. And now, back to more sports trivia action. Got my checks in the mail. Hello all, this is What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. 
I'm your Game Master, Josh Scheibe. We're here at the PLC Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And now here's your host, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Nearly time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown. Will the great Fifini defend his honor, or will a new man rise up and take those very coveted three points away from him? We'll find out shortly. It is time now, though, for our last slate of questions for our panelists this week. Game Master Shibe, uh, will you do the honors of giving Caleb his first question this week? I will do that. Caleb, Dion Long, a former member of the L.A. Rams, was cut from the team earlier this week after he did what in the team dorms? Uh, well, um, he brought a lady back into the dormitory quarters, I believe. Indeed, that is correct, sir. It is uh, frowned upon in the L.A. Rams organization. And a uh, quote from Coach Jeff Fisher said, What part of the rules of what part of no female guests in the room did you not understand? As we all know, Jeff Fisher uh, doesn't say much, but when he does, he has a lot of fire behind him. Uh, as we know, Long was, of course, cut, but then signed by the Eagles just a few days after that altercation. I just want to commend you on how politely you said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> very, very nice. He had a, yes. a young lass he in was, his room. He was courting the young woman. Yes. <laughs> he was courting a fair maid. <laughs> he was just trying to stay after practice for some extra one-on-one truck. Ah, training. yeah, exactly. Exactly what it came down to. All right, Dan, question going to you now. Former NFL running back Ricky Williams made headlines this week saying his issue with with the weed marijuana controversy during his career essentially kept him out of what place? He felt that if marijuana, which he has become an advocate for the medicinal use of after his career, was legal, he would have made the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yes, that is correct. Williams believes that as the NFL had lifted its ban on marijuana during his playing days, which I feel old saying this was a fair time ago. He was a big star when I was a kid. Not like I'm very old anyway, but uh, he was a big guy. Let's not forget, during his 11-year career, he ran for almost 11,000 yards and 66 touchdowns as well. On most people's minds, that would have been a Hall of Fame running back. I don't know about you guys, though, and your your opinions of Ricky Williams and if that's a Hall of Fame-worthy thing. Well, he definitely had a great career. I think it, it... You know, the off-the-field stuff, the marijuana stuff, I think it does overshadow it, but I think more so because people wonder how much more could this guy have done? Mm-hmm. How much was he giving? Was he always giving his best? So it is a, it is a difficult one, to, I'll say that. He was on, I believe it was the Dan Patrick Show, which is on 920, which Armin right. works at, and I do some bit work for, so pull a plug there. And <laughs> one of the things he talked about when he was on that show was that he is a believer in strains of marijuana that do not have the element in it that makes you high. Sure. So... For him, it's not just about the buzz. It's more about the true medicinal way of usage. And, you know, in a way, maybe it's something that needs more uh, medical study. You know, it's something I don't think there's enough known about it for us to give him the benefit of the doubt necessarily. But maybe there's something there. Certainly it's uh, becoming a bigger thing around the country. So. You know, it's a, it's a question that really is going to take us a lot of time to weed out, you know. But I'm true. Can we get a, can we get the wrong answer Man. buzzer for him, please? Thank you. Try the veal. You really burned that top. Or the brownies. Oh. I think I'm just going to remove that point you just got here, Caleb. There you go. And uh, sorry, I'm just trying to hash it out. Oh, he went down. Oh, okay, that's two gone. No, all right. The next, the next question for you, Armin. Blaze of glory. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Up in smoke. <laughs> This week, people on social media lost their minds when U.S. gymnast Gabby Douglas did not do what during the national anthem? Uh, she didn't put her hand over her heart. Yes, that is correct. 
Social media is a funny thing, Game Master Shivey. You can have a pool green. You can do just about anything. You can have a vine doing Pokemon Go. There's a lot of different things that you can do. However, however, when you don't put your hand over the, your, your heart, people lose their minds, to say it politely, apparently. But as many people know, has anybody ever watched an NFL game or any other sporting event People don't always do the hand over their heart. It's behind moving the around, back. They're yeah. moving around. They're throwing you know, chalk in the air. A lot of football the... teams, it's a tradition to put your helmet up yeah. in the air. Well, what are they going to do? Lift their gold medal in the air and be like, woo! But... I, I think the optics were bad, but she did do it in 2012. I think she's got her mind somewhere else. Gabby Douglas is just doesn't seem very happy. She performed well at the Olympics, but... Yeah. She, uh, you know, she was. Remember, she was the star four years ago. She was. She it was, was her Olympics starling. four years ago. And now, then, now when someone new, Simone Biles, of course, is on that pedestal, must. It must hurt to see that your time has passed a little bit, but and it's funny because she's you know thirteen or fourteen or whatever. <laughs> right. So she's like, ah, you're old news in the gymnast world. No, right. I think she's sixteen. I think she's she's old she's, in the gymnast uh, world. Yeah, she's old. No, she's at least over eighteen. Is she now finally? It has to be. She's not Allie Reisman old, but she's, no, Allie's twenty two. Sean Johnson, she was oldish when she retired too. Well, the minimum age is sixteen. So if she was oh, in, is it finally? If she was in two Olympics, she must be at least twenty. Right. Potentially, you'd like to think so. 20, so. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. That's yeah, if her, uh, common her, math sense makes that that works. Yeah, unless she's one of these Chinese gymnasts that are. Doc- I was gonna say, didn't they have like the twelve or the thirteen year olds that they did in the last Olympics? Well, that's speculation. Yeah, you I cannot neither confirm nor deny that. I like it. Well, folks, it's just about time for me to break up the fun once again. But before I do, I want to mention something that I forgot earlier. Uh, Armin actually received another point uh, for our second contestant game. Yes. So he's got nice an additional yes. Yeah, well done. Oh. The two hints that have been asked today have both gone to Armin, and he has both of them. That's right. When we come back, it'll be time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. everyone, this is Baxter Colburn, host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. And I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. If you think you are smart enough, or smarter than a fifth grader, and want to play our games on air, you can either come by the studio or you can call us, but there's a few different ways you can get a hold of us. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at wtssportsquiz at gmail.com. Or for you social media savants, head over to Facebook, What's the Score, the sports news quiz, or Twitter, WTS Sports Quiz. Now back to the action with myself and Josh Scheibe. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. Our panelists have been warming up for their final showdown. While they scramble to return to their seats, here's your host at the BLC Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. It has been a fantastic show. We've talked about the Olympics. We've talked about condoms. We've talked about... Well, anyway, let's just move on from there. It's, but it's been a fun show. Really, really it has. We've talked about marijuana. It's truly one for the record books, Game Master Shabby, wouldn't you say? I think it is. But it's now time for something even more important, wouldn't it you say? It is indeed. Ah, what time is it? It's time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown! 
Our panelists will be given four topics in which they will have ten seconds to name five people, teams, places, or things related to the sports world. Each panelist will have the same category. However, they cannot repeat answers. One point is awarded for each correct answer. Okay, Master Shibe, can you please give us the scores? I can. Dan has three points. Caleb also has three. And Armin is in the lead with five. Oh, yes. nicely done, Armin. One of the new kids on the block taking the game by storm. I love it. All right, well, uh, we'll start with you, Caleb, since you are tied with Dan. We'll work this way across and go from there. Uh, so as you mentioned, you cannot repeat answers. So our first name five category for 10 seconds, Caleb, we'll start with you, is naming five NHL teams. Naming five NHL teams, 10 seconds, and begin. Dallas Stars, Minnesota Wild, St. Louis Blues, Detroit Red Wings, New York Rangers. There you go. He got five. Nicely done. Five and under that 10 seconds. Well done, well done. All right, Dan, on to you. 10 seconds and begin. Pittsburgh Penguins, Anaheim Ducks, New York Islanders, Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers. Yes, he got five. <laughs> Nicely done. We applaud the fivers here on the show. All right, Armin, 10 seconds and begin. Let's go all Canada. Calgary Flames, Ottawa Senators, the Montreal Canadiens, uh, the Vancouver Canucks, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. There you go. He got all five. <laughs> Woo! Your home and native, well, not really no. your home. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said the Nordiques by accident, but they don't exist. <laughs> Winnipeg Jets are back, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right, yeah, starting with you here, Dan. Now round number two. We'll be naming five Olympic sports, summer Olympic sports, not events, the official sports. I think there's about 25 or 30 official ones. So we'll, we'll go for you uh, with 10 seconds when you're ready. Team handball, football is soccer, um, athletics is track and field, um, basketball, and judo. There you go. He got five. Nicely done. All right, Armin, over to you. Summer Olympic sports, not the events, the Olympic sports. Ten seconds and begin. Uh, let's go kayaking, sailing, uh, fencing. Did we say basketball? Yep. Okay. Uh, gymnastics. There you go. And um, uh, trampoline. Yes. Yep, he got it. He got all five. Nicely done. Down the wire there. There we go. Ten seconds for you, Caleb. And begin. Golf, swimming, diving. Oh, Nelly uh, Furtado. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There we go. Time is up. Well, he got three at least. Okay, he got three. So you you didn't. It wasn't bad. No, no, you're still there. You're still hanging on. All right, Armin. We'll go over to you now. Okay. Uh, starting with you, we'll be going with uh, naming five sports movies. Now, the way we do this, you can't be naming off series of movies. So you gotcha. can't say hypothetically. Uh, like Mighty Ducks. You can't do Mighty Ducks 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So it's gotcha. the name of the movie, and you move on, and you move on. Okay? Ten seconds, and begin. Uh, Hoosiers, Bull Durham, Tin Cup, For Love of the Game, and uh, The Replacements. There you go. Nicely done. Let's try and go all Kevin Costner. But... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Caleb, ten seconds for you, and begin. Rudy uh, by Bagger Vance. Um, oh, my goodness. Rush. Mm-hmm. All right, you got three. Still hanging on, still being around. All right, Dan, for you, 10 seconds and begin. The Sandlot, Pride of the Yankees, Major League Unnecessary Roughness and Blue Chips. There you go. Nicely done. Great. For anybody keeping track at home that on your Dan Pfeiffer bingo card, you know the Sandlot and Major League are his <laughs> yes. two that he always says when, he does, when we play Great sports. Great pull on Blue Chips. 
Great pull. Nick I've, Nolte. Never, I've never seen that one. What is that? Oh, about? you got to Nick see Nolte. <laughs> and Shaq. Shaq and Penny. Shaq was in that too? Yes. Oh, jeez. What a classic. Neon Badeau. Sounds like yeah, the, I think the wife and I are going to have to check out Blue Chips. I like it. All right, uh, Game Master Shabby, what are the scores going into our final round? Caleb has 14 points. Dan has 18. And Armin is in the lead with 20. Ooh, interesting. Armin is giving Dan a run for his money. Now, the way our last round works is you still have 10 seconds, but you can name as many of the topic we will give you. So that gives other people that might be trailing an opportunity to get more than five because obviously right now Caleb would be eliminated from winning first. So this gives people like Caleb and Dan opportunities to redeem themselves. It's already over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so our final category today will be naming five current AFC East players. For those of you that don't know, that means it's the Patriots, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills. Ten seconds to name as many of those. We'll start with you, Caleb, since you are in last place. Ten seconds and begin. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Cromartie, Brandon Marshall. Uh... Oh. Oof. All right, he got five. That puts him at 19? Mm-hmm. Yes, 19 now. So he's technically in second place. All right, Dan, 10 seconds going over to you. Uh, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, Bills. 10 seconds and begin. Ryan Tannehill, and after that it gets really fuzzy <laughs> with all of the other ones that he <laughs> named. Uh, uh, I could start naming ones from the 80s. Dan Marino, Mark Clayton. Uh, Mark Clayton, nice pull. Ooh. So he and Caleb are tied. We'll come back to you guys then for your tiebreaker because we got to differentiate that. So, Armin, even though you've kind of technically already won, you can still, we still want you to answer. Of course, I'm going to try. Okay, so right, what's the as, many, as many as you can get in 10 seconds, all right? And begin. Okay, Jimmy Gar- uh, Garoppolo, Gerard Mayo, uh, James White is a Patriot. Yep. Uh, Christian Hackenberg is a Jet, I think. Yep. Eric Decker. Yep. Bill's, uh, let's go EJ Manuel. Yep. Um, the running back. There you go. He uh, got six. He got six out of that one. All right. Nobody said Tyrod Taylor, Ty the Bills' Taylor, sure. new six-year quarterback, the man of the future for the Buffalo Bills. Well, that should tell you how how excited we are for him. Yes, to exactly. Play six years in Buffalo. <laughs> Good luck to you. All right, so Caleb and Dan, you have to break a tiebreaker for second and third place since Armin is technically already won, but we'll come back to you in a minute, Armin. So our tiebreaker on the game is NFL teams, as many as you can again in 10 seconds. All right, Dan, uh, since you have executive reign as first place, would you like to go first or defer? Uh, I would like to go first. Okay, so you'll have 10 seconds, <laughs> as many as you can, and begin. Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, Cowboys, Chiefs, Packers, Bears, Lions, Vikings, Jets, Eagles, Steelers, Patriots, Dolphins. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> I got 14 on yeah, that Yeah, that's one. 14. You put the pressure on. <laughs> All uh, right, Caleb. Okay, you well, got 10 seconds. You have to you have to get 15. That's the bottom line. You can't tie. Can I uh, just go get a cheeseburger and go home? If you really would like to. But (laughs) 10 seconds and begin. Okay. Uh, The Miami Dolphins, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Carolina Panthers, New York Giants, New York Jets. um, Oakland Raiders. Oh, he got four. All right. So we know Armin is our victor this week. What did he finish with? Armin finished with 26 points. Okay. Dan finishes in second place. With? Yes, with 33. With 30, well, 
33, but with second place with, with the, the tiebreaker. Yes. And then Caleb? With 23 points. All right. Nicely done, everybody. Nicely done. My strategy to finish in a tie for second <laughs> and then overtake Armin. Ah, it worked. It worked. Darn it. I was a little surprised, though, Dan. Usually you're pretty good about even just firing off even two or three names. But, uh, I'll uh, tell you what. My fantasy football research is something that I haven't done yet. So you know what? With the, it's August 14th, Dan. I feel like we got to pick it up here a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Must so. have been my intimidating presence, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> you just, you've been quivering in your chair the whole day, Dan. It's it's absolutely crazy. Well, Armin, I'm curious. We'll start with you. Yeah. What did you think of your What's the Score experience? Your first time on the panel. We loved having you. Oh, I love it. It's super fun. I love sports trivia. I love sports. I love talking about it with you guys. And as the uh, the famous American poet Aubrey Drake Graham said, we start from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the full name. And as Dan can see, I had to look up his full name. So. <laughs> Caleb, we'll go to you, a uh, new panelist as well. You've been around the show before, but your first time on the actual panel. It took you a little while to warm up, but then once you started dropping those pun bombs, uh, I feel like you, you felt you know, right at home. Uh, you know, when I can drop the puns and the bad jokes, you know, I just feel so much better. But uh, it was intimidating, you know, at first. These guys just know everything about sports and me. I'm just kind of like, I'm just here to have a good time. <laughs> As you are with most things you do in life. You're just here to have a good time, He's right? just here so we won't get fined. That's exactly. more so what exactly. it comes down to. I I'm like all it. About, I'm all about that beast mode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Pfeiffer, of course, not a first-place victory, but a second place. You've never finished lower than second place on What's the Score, which yeah. is commendable, of Still course. Still proud of that. Of yeah, course. You know, in an Olympics-themed edition... Armin Sarian, who is sitting to my left, who is the master of all things Olympic gymnastics, I knew that the odds were on him this week. So I am unsurprised, and I am glad that my fellow 920 guy was able to get first this week. And yeah, hey, you know, tough challenge over here from Caleb, finished in that tie. And uh, But when you said choice of first or second when it came to NFL teams, I thought, if I don't go first, <laughs> all of them are going to get named. So that's kind of what it broke well, down Well, that's the most we've ever had named when it comes to uh, a tiebreaker like that is 14. So you you, you picked up another accolade, I guess, now, and what's the score of history, Dan? Yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little something to – we'll send you a little handout, and you can put it on your wall at home Woo-hoo. or something, among your other many accolades, of course. But uh, we appreciate that. Well, What's the Score has been a production of the Sports Podcasting Network. Thank you to all of our contestants and our studio audience, of course, here at the VLC Studios. <laughs> our panelists this week have been Caleb Pearson, Dan Pfeiffer, and Armin Saren. Social media producer is Tony Larson. Our social media staff is comprised of Emily Reister, John Kelly, Brittany Peterson, and Christian Gill. Our theme was composed by Danny Hoffenstein. Our show producer was David Bobke. And the executive director of What's the Score is Liz Colburn. I've been your game master, Josh Scheibe. And I've been your host, Baxter Colburn. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on What's the Score. What's the Score.